You're listening to Balanced Broads with your hosts, Erica and Sage. and welcome to another episode of Balance Broads. We're so happy you're here. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Look who's back. I'm so happy to be back. I honestly missed it, and I hope my voice sounds okay because I feel like I'm still a little little tiny bit sick, but I'm not too sick. You sound fine. <laughs> I think, you, hopefully. As long as you're not contagious, that's all I care about. I'm just about. breathing on you. Yeah, you know. That's it's fine. It's all good. It's all good in the head. Um, but yes... My co-host is back. And thank you to Stacy, Stage's, Stage's mom, for um, taking my spot last week. It was really fun not to listen to you, <laughs> um, but I really do like Unbalanced Broads. I think maybe we have to change our whole podcast. Our whole, like, spiel. <laughs> We're now Unbalanced Broads. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a fun episode last week. I'm just so happy to be back. Yes, we're happy to have you back. Um, so let's just get on and start the episode. How was your week? <laughs> well, <laughs> it was great. Yeah, you know, you did a lot. Very exciting. I was sick as fuck. Yeah. I was out. Um, I got sick on flight from Hawaii, coming back home, and honestly, it was like I was out for like four days. I didn't even have Thanksgiving until Friday because I was so fucking sick. Did your family have Thanksgiving? No, they waited. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. That's nice of them. (laughs) It was generous. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, I watched a lot of Lizzie McGuire. Mm -hmm. Um, I slept a lot. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it was very, (laughs) very climactic. So eventful. Um, Mine was not, I mean... We had Thanksgiving, and it was nice to be with the family, and Cole and I decorated our place for Christmas, got our tree, as, you know, you heard my mom talking shit on my fake tree in last episode, but... It's really um, pretty. I think it's beautiful. It's really cute, and I have a fake tree, too, and, like, you know what, I get it, like, the real trees are so nice, but fake trees, like... I'm not going to buy a real tree every single year. It's so expensive. And it's just going to die, and, like, I'm not about it. I agree. Um, But, yeah, my week wasn't too too crazy, but I had a couple Friendsgivings and stuff like that. Sage has a lot of friends. I have so many friends. (laughs) Unbelievable. She had multiple separate Thanksgivings. I can't even keep up with all the people that just (laughs) want to be my friend. Um... So yeah, that's a little bit about our weeks, but I think we should get into our first segment of today, which I love. We did this in our first episode, and then I think we just completely <laughs> forgot about it. And then we never it. did it again. <laughs> yeah, and it was actually a really good segment, and people liked it, so we thought, let's bring it back, and that is the good news. Back by popular demand. Back by popular demand, and our first story um, is the cutest story I've ever heard. Erica sent it to me. And I almost cried when I was reading it. Um, and it, it's it's about the koalas that got burnt in the brush fires in Australia. And people knit mittens for them. And they raised almost $2 million to help the burnt koala babies. That is like one of those causes that the entire world gets behind. On, you yeah, know? Everyone completely. who has all these differences yeah. when it comes to koalas, no. Baby koala, we burnt gotta, baby koalas. We gotta... We got to knit some mittens. Yeah, so I guess <laughs> some, to Australia. Some, we have to knit $2 million. <laughs> um, I guess brush fires were like just sweeping through the South Wales and Queensland and all these koalas were rescued 
and they were like taken to the hospital and um, they're being treated for burns on their paws and it's just so sweet but yeah so they've they've made little mittens for them to keep them so comfortable cute. and to help them with the burn and people have been raising a bunch of money so that just was a story that made us so so happy I know, right? Yes. Okay, the next one that we found is amazing. And you know, you guys, we love being environmentally friendly. Loving our mama earth. And so does Thailand, apparently, because they have a bold plan to start banning most harmful plastics just as soon as January of next fucking year. Yeah, this next month. They're like, let's let's do it. Yeah. We have no time to lose. And they're not just banning, like... Just like a couple things. Yeah, they're banning a lot. So they're set to begin phasing out all plastics that degrade into fragments by the end of this year. And not only that, the nation is also banning plastic bags, styrofoam, cups, and straws by 2022. That is fan-freaking-tastic. And they said that 43 large firms have already come aboard, uh, like agreed and come aboard um, on the partnership of 33 state and municipal departments and ministries to um, just really reduce the plastic waste in that That is country. amazing. Thailand's a country, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Okay. I'm pretty sure. We, I, we don't know geography okay. at all. But anyways, um, Thailand, amazing. <laughs> absolutely amazing. Good on you. We are so happy to see other countries because I know we were talked about, I think it was the UK uh, the last time we did this, banning yeah. all that stuff. So it is, it's really amazing just to see something that the world is sort of starting to really agree on, at least the younger generation, um, yeah. that we need to do some serious change. Exactly. And it looks like it's really starting to, you know, get there. Slowly but surely. We're Slowly. reversing the fucked up effects that we've done. <laughs> um, and then we have our next story, which um, is a very happy one that... <laughs> We love. So, a missing kitty was reunited with its owner after it was found wandering the streets 1,400 miles away. That's insane. Can you believe that? I can't. A man in Oregon was reunited with his cat, Sasha, after she was discovered wandering the streets 1,400 miles away from home five years ago. That's insane. Five years ago, she vanished from the house in Portland, and um, the 31-year-old said that he had simply let her outside one night, and she just completely disappeared. And last week, she was taken in as a healthy stray in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I want to know how this happened. How he was like... He got in Santa Fe, New Mexico. <laughs> oh, upon scanning her microchip, the staffers at the Santa Fe Animal Shelter were shocked to find that her owner lived so far away, but they got on camp... On I'm sorry. They got in contact with him and he confirmed that confirmed that the six year old feline was indeed his missing cat. So cute. That, I love how he says, I'm not surprised the cat loves adventure. <laughs> Imagine what this cat went through. I'm thinking of I don't know the name of that movie, but you know the one where it's Homeward like Homeward Bound? Yes. That's my favorite movie. <laughs> Is it? I love that I watch that movie and I cry every time. It's like one of my favorite childhood movies. I haven't seen you can it ask since my mom. I was a kid. Oh my gosh. I love it. But for sure, that cat had some wild ass stories, mm -hmm. totally became friends with like a She's, dog it's and like, like a raccoon. Th that cat is like your like, has probably, it's like a war veteran. Yeah, that cat's seen a lot. <laughs> she, like, she's seen some shit. Yeah. <laughs> she's probably never going to be the same again. And now she's back home. See, we, I know it's weird, but we should all microchip. Like, yeah, that is Oh wait, are like proof. humans? No. Oh. <laughs> Pets. I was like, that's scary. 
Yes. Yeah, my dog pets. is microchipped, so we can't ever yeah. we can't ever get rid of him. <laughs> Got it. He's stuck. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, our next story, of course, is also about animals. We obviously love animals here, so this one's really great. And actually, it's a U.S. one. We've been talking about so many different countries that are doing great things. Yeah. Finally, we did something we, Trump nice. Trump did something. He actually signed this. <laughs> he actually did something. So, um, and just recently, on November 25th, he signed the Preventing Animal Cruelty Act. Oh, wait. Preventing Animal Cruelty and Torture Act. Yeah. <laughs> Pact. The pact. <laughs> into effect. Um, it was already approved in the House, but Unanimously. Now, yeah. New- I mean, can you imagine someone being like, I want there to be animal cruelty. <laughs> no, guys. Animal it's, cruelty is okay. He's like, if the dog deserves it, it deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised in our country. Yeah. But it's been almost an entire year. Um, but it, they're finally criminalizing the acts of animal cruelty. Yeah, so basically this PACT Act, (laughs) um, it makes extreme animal cruelty officially a U.S. felony. Fan-freaking-tastic. So that's just... I hope these... Oh, they rot in jail. Exactly. Whoever gets convicted of this because it's fucking disgusting. Um, But yeah, so... That makes me happy. Makes me... Good news to start the day. It's always good to start the day, start your start the episode with some really good news um it's exactly what this segment is it's what it that's what it's called (laughs) it is it is what it says (laughs) and on to our next segment if we can wellness so can you Love this one. And the reason we wanted to um, add this segment in today's episode is because there's a tweet that's been going viral. I think, was it just today? Um, oh, no. It looks like it was back. It was a few weeks ago, but it's just recently has been like going viral. Mm-hmm. Um, a tweet that someone said, and it is very wellness related in our opinion. And she tweeted a screenshot of a text message that she sent her friend. And her caption was, I just want to say a lot of y'all dump information on your friends at the wrong time without their consent. If you know it's something that could hurt them, ask permission before you decide to be messy, please. This was tweeted from at Yana Burt. And her screenshot of her text says, are you in the right headspace to receive information that could possibly hurt you? So um, a lot of people had very mixed reviews on this. Yeah, um, it became like a heated discussion yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, so, some people were kind of mad you know, saying, like, this is not the right way to, um, like, start a conversation like that with somebody. Some people were like, yeah, that's better than nothing. So they were kind of going back and forth. So we just wanted to see. We haven't really talked about this yet. So um, what what's your opinion on it? So I have two different feelings about this. Um, I've, I'm on both sides. <laughs> yeah. I can see both sides. So when I saw this tweet for the first time, I liked it because I was like, yeah, it's like a, it's a nice thing to do. My friend Lynn and I, we actually do this when we have to vent to each other and like, say I get into like a really big fight with Austin Mm -hmm. and I have to vent. I text her first, like, Hey, um, like, let me know when you feel like you have like the mental capacity for me to just kind of vent about something. Mm -hmm. And she'll tell me like if she's busy right now or she's like, Oh yeah, you can totally tell me right now. Like, you know, cause sometimes what if you're already in like a terrible mood and your friend vents to you about something? I feel like it's hard though. Cause I feel like if you like text me like something like, Oh, like today, like fucking sucks or like something. And I know like you want to talk about it. 
Like, I'm not going to say no. Like, I don't see yeah. myself ever being like, oh, okay, yeah, let's talk about it later. I'm, like, doing something right now. See, that's the thing. Like, I feel like that's why it's nice for the person who needs to vent to mm-hmm. give you that opportunity. Yeah. And even if, like, you don't want to say no, like, okay, but you still had the chance to say no yeah. if you needed to. And and then I know, like, okay, I can, like, take a minute to, like, answer, like, get my, like, stuff together before I can, like, get into it. Um, but I think the way that she texted it was, I don't think I, like... Yeah, the way that she was, like, um, something that can hurt you right now, I would be like, what the fuck is it? Yeah. Like, I, my heart would immediately drop. Yeah, it would, it would cause, I feel like that would cause me ten times more anxiety than if you would just have just said, hey, this is what happened. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Because my mind would go to, like, the worst, worst possible, possible scenario. Totally. Yeah, I agree. So I feel like she has the right, like... Intention? Yeah, mm-hmm. but I would not text that. And people were replying to that and being like... Why, like, no, this would drive me insane. Why would you send that to someone? Yeah, there was a lot of, um, a lot of tweets about it. Someone said, um, what, let's see, their at spook person said, this shit sounds like an extortion note from the Green Goblin and would immediately give me a panic attack. Seriously. And I'm like, yes. (laughs) It's a ransom note. I would immediately think, like, uh, you betrayed me in some way. Yeah. Or my what boyfriend is cheating on me and you yeah. saw it. Or like something terrible, I would immediately go there. Totally. Um, I actually saw this tweet that I'm, I know I was looking for another one earlier and I found it, but <laughs> there's another one. Um, <clears throat> someone tweeted a few days ago about, they heard, they overheard some guy talking about his girlfriend mm-hmm. and he was just being like a complete dick. And so this person tweeted and was like, hey, if you have a boyfriend named this and your name is this from here, like, your boyfriend said all this shit about you. And it went viral, as it does. Mm -hmm. That person who tweeted was Omegan10. And this person who replied at Flannel Grunge, honestly, is the best reply ever. She said, but did you ask Jessica if she's in the right headspace to receive information that could hurt her? <laughs> it's so true. And everyone liked it. She got more likes than the original tweet. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, but like, it's true. Like, it's not like you're going to tweet like, hey, Jessica from blah, blah, blah. If you have a boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. Are you in the right headspace to receive information that could possibly <laughs> hurt you? Like, it just doesn't work that way sometimes. And you talked about this other tweet that yeah. I also wanted to talk about. Yeah, so I've seen... Do you have the actual one? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So um, I've seen this one where it's kind of more what we would want to say. Mm-hmm. It's not how this the first girl said, like, something that can hurt you. Mm-hmm. Do you want to read this one? Sure. Um, at, uh, let's see, at uh, Lil Amy B <laughs> underscore, she said, Hi, I'm so glad you reached out. I'm, act- I'm actually at capacity and helping someone in crisis dealing with some personal stuff right now. And I don't think I can hold appropriate space for you. Could we connect at a later date or time and later date or time instead? Or do you have someone you could reach out to? I wish I could say this a lot. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, when you get those long texts and you're like, I can't. Like, you open it and you're like, I can't deal with this right yeah. now. You, I feel like we have to get to the space where we can be like, reply and just be like, I'm sorry, I can't do this right now. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes you're just having one of those days and you're like, this is the last thing that I need, but you don't want to be rude and not reply. Yeah. You know? And someone else said... Um, at Camiana said, I may get repercussion for this, but people with depression who may be suicidal do not need a response like this. It's exactly why we hesitate to talk about it to friends. We feel guilty enough. If someone responded to me this way, I would totally shut down. In the way yeah. of like, 
I'm dealing with something right now. I don't have the capacity to hold your problems too. Yeah. I don't know. It's It's, it's a tough tough one because you want to be like there for your friends, but sometimes like, do you risk your own mental health like to help your friends? But then at that point, are you risking their mental health to help your mental health? (laughs) I know. It's hard because it's like you want to always put yourself first, but then you don't want to hurt people. I don't know. That's really hard. I'm trying to think of it in like, like my personal life point of view. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like from how Lynn and I do that and we text each other and we're like, let me know when you have the space for me to vent. Yeah. I feel like that's really nice because sometimes you're not in mm-hmm. that right headset, headspace, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you were the person who like, I'm really going through something I need to talk to you right now, you can't just be like, all right, I'll talk to you tonight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I completely agree. I think it's like a very controversial thing because... Like, what do you do? Everyone's going to have their different opinions on it. And I think it completely... I just think it also depends on like your friendship with that person. Yeah. Like how close you are. And if you know like they struggle, what they struggle with or if they're good listeners or if they like enjoy helping you and giving you advice or if it seems like it bothers them too. I mean, I think you just kind of have to like assess the situation and take a step back and be like, okay, do I like want to throw this on, on their plate too? Or can I like handle this myself? I mean, maybe that's where you go to different people for different things. Mm -hmm. Like say you're going through shit Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I really need to vent. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to go to Sage for this because she's going through her own stuff Mm -hmm. and I don't want to add to that. Mm -hmm. So I'll go to someone else. Like, yeah, that's where you have to know where your place is kind of. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, if I know you're having like a shit day, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, I have a shit day. You know, you don't (laughs) want to like. add on to that. Yeah. Except like. When you sent tell me how you fell, I told you how I fell. Yeah, well, that, that was, was to funny. make you feel better. <laughs> yeah, that was like you're not alone. <laughs> Erica fell when she was in Hawaii. I fell. You didn't even really... talk about that. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I was in Hawaii and I fell really fucking hard. <laughs> um, and it was like I was going down the stairs and I thought I was done, but I wasn't done. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> you know when that happens? Yeah. <laughs> we just had an earthquake. So we talk about um, anxiety a lot on this episode, and one thing that triggers me the most is earthquakes and things that I can't control like that. So if you notice me being off or weird and shaky for the rest of the episode, that is the reason, but I'm still going to be an adult and finish the episode. But it's okay. If we There was just a, it was a little earthquake. It was a weird one. It was like a jolt. If you guys live, we were in Fullerton and yeah. felt it. So if you guys are like nearby... Then you felt it like, if you're anywhere hands. else. It's okay. It's so bad. Sage like, I'm, like, shaking. I hate them. They scare me so bad. Like, anything that's, like, un- like it's, this like, the anticipation, like, the stuff that, like, kills me. Yeah. I just, like, can't do it. But it's, it's okay. okay. It's um, all good. Gonna... It was very small. And it's over. Okay. And, yeah, we're good. We're going to go back to the episode. Mm-hmm. We were talking about Hawaii and me falling on my yeah. ass. Let's talk about you falling. <laughs> This will distract Sage. Because yeah. <laughs> um, it's a good one. Yeah, so I literally fell on my ass and like banged my back against like this railing and used my arm to break my fall. 
and Austin's cousin like ran behind me and was like, holy shit, are you okay? And he was like holding my head like, did you hit your head? Was that your head? And I was like, Did it sound like you hit your head? I mean, you heard like a huge bang. So it looked like it, but it was my Thank back. Thank God you didn't hit your head. Yeah. That's why he was like, oh my God, that was your head. Are you yeah. okay? And I was like, I don't know. Am I okay? <laughs> I was like ready to cry. I know. There's been a couple of times where I like fall and I'm like, I know I didn't hit my head, but then I think about it. I'm like, wait, did I hit my head? Like, I don't think I hit my head. Like my head's not hurting, yeah. but it sounded like it hit my head. Everyone thinks I hit my head. So then, you know. You just spiral. Yeah. Completely. <laughs> it was so bad, but I didn't get hurt at all. My arm was fucked up a little bit, but. Not bad. It could have been so much worse. Yeah. And then I, when she texted me that, I told her about the time that I was in Austin, Texas, and I was on those stupid ass birds, those little scooter things. And <laughs> those go like some, like certain, certain, like, um, what's the word? Brands of them. Cause there's like Lime, Bird, yeah, the Uber one. And so, like some of them can go really, really fast, like almost like 25 miles per hour. And I was on the one that was going 25 miles per hour. And I was trying to keep up, keep up with Cole and his brother. And I was going super fast and it was like 2 a.m. And I like, I knew there was a pothole. So I like, and I didn't have the time to like break. Uh-huh. So I just tried to put my foot down, which is like the absolute worst thing you could do. Cause you obviously can't stop yourself like that. Oh my God, 25. Yeah. I'm just gonna, like, so I just, I just like did that and I flew like over the bike and like flew. And then I happened to catch my arm on the, on like a pole and like swing myself around the pole. So, like, the pole broke my fall, but I still ended up with, like, a gash on my knee and, like, five huge lumps on my leg. I feel like that's how you, like, lose your arm. (laughs) Yeah, you know, and Cole was like, get up, get up, get up, get up. Like, he was like, there's cops and they're going to think you're drunk or something because it was, like, 2 a.m. And then, but I've never seen him run so fast to, like, come and get me because he was like, are you okay? And I was like, I I think so. Because you just, like, want to cry, you know? It's like your instinct. As soon as you fall, it's like you're a baby. You're suddenly a baby again and you have to cry. And that's why when, like, you have a baby and, like, the baby falls, everyone tells you, like, oh, like, just laugh, you know, like, make them think it's okay. Mm Because if you worry, the baby will start crying. And that was me. (laughs) And that was Sage. Don't worry, the baby will start crying. (laughs) If anything happens... Do you hear... Okay, do you hear that? No. Okay, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's fine. As I was saying, you know, when... I feel like when anything happens to you like that, you just automatically go to your instincts, like, as a baby. Yeah. Like, you're like, Mom! Yeah. <laughs> like, calling my mom, like, yeah. Mom, I fell. Did you tell her? Yeah, I told her when I got home, but, but I mean, I wasn't going to tell her there, because she would panic. Panic, yeah. <laughs> Even though I'm, like, like totally fine. Head. Yeah. I know, I told my mom, and she was like, God damn it, Sage. She's like, you can't go on those things anymore. Those are like, really dangerous, though. Yeah, no, they are. They're really bad. Especially if you're drinking, like, it's, even if you're, like, a little bit buzzed. You can get a DUI. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, which totally makes I mean, sense because you can, get you can a DUI hurt on a bike. Like you yeah. can get a DUI if you're on anything other than walking. Yeah, because I mean, which I get. Can you get a DUI if you're like horseback riding? Probably. Probably. I, mean, I don't I know guess if it's like the char- like the charge is as like n- like gnarly. Well, I wonder if it has to be a motor though, because I've seen. I don't know if anyone has watched Scrubs. <laughs> I've never watched. No. Oh my god, it's the best show ever. But um, at one point, he was walking his, um, it was like a electric scooter. Mm-hmm. He was walking it home because he was drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had the motor on so that he could listen to music. But he was walking, mm-hmm. and he still got the DUI because they're like, the motor's on. So I wonder if it just has to be like an engine I think it thing. also depends on the cop, too. Because I've seen yeah, like someone who asshole. was like sleeping in their car, and it was but it was on for the heater. Oh, and they like got a DUI. That's fucked up. Yeah. Like, they're obviously asleep. 
but they're like behind a yeah I can wheel, still behind see the wheel the you shouldn't be behind but then the wheel also like but if, if I'm sleeping in the back seat like I don't know like Does either just... you sleep in the back seat or like you get out of your car and sleep on the floor <laughs> yeah or just don't put the keys in I guess but like I don't know it's it's weird but anyways <laughs> yeah um Hawaii was good good yeah it was nice we went for Austin's um Austin's mom's wedding and it was really pretty and so cute and just so Were nice you in to the be in this family. No. Austin was though? No. It was just um, like really, really small. Like an elopement almost? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. On the beach? Yeah. You it can't go to really Hawaii pretty. and not get married on the beach. Yeah. I mean, the whole place is the beach. What island is he from? He's from the big islands, okay. but we were on Oahu. Oh, okay. Because I saw you in Honolulu and I was like, oh, I didn't know he was from there because that's where we just were. Were you tracking me? Yeah. I was trying to I was like, I don't remember texting you, I'm in Honolulu. No, yeah, I saw it. It was like, yeah, so you're in Honolulu. I was like, oh, I like Honolulu because it's like, you don't feel like you're in Hawaii though, because there's like Target and stores like malls and it's like very city. I mean, I've told Austin because he wants to move back home Mm -hmm. that I would have to live on Oahu because the big island, Mm -hmm. I would have to drive half an hour to Target and I can't live like that. Yeah, and I just can't. I can't feel that, like... Like, claustrophobic? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd feel claustrophobic living in Hawaii no matter what. Yeah. I think I would probably give it, like, two years and then I'd be done. Yeah. I don't think I could do it. Yeah. Sorry, Austin. Sorry, Austin. I mean, like, visiting, totally. Yeah, visiting's fun. But even, like... And I don't see you being able to leave, like, your mom and your sister. No, they'd have to move with me. I've already told them that. Yeah. And they're like, well, okay, fine. (laughs) That's like me with Texas. Like, I'm like, I can't go. You guys have to go with me. Yeah. But at least Texas is cheaper. Hawaii is way more expensive. It is. It's, like, a harder move for sure. Fucking Austin. (laughs) I know. It's his fault. Why is he from Hawaii? Why did he move to California? Well, just to get away from the island. But he moved to another, like, coastal place. Yeah. It's probably but a good chance. Did he have any family out here? He literally no. just went by himself. Yeah, that's crazy. And yeah. went to, did he go to school out here? Yeah, he went to Santa Barbara. That's where I met him. Oh, mm. so interesting. Yeah, I mean, I knew, like, I know your guys' story, but I didn't, I, I didn't know <laughs> His if he name like was Austin. I'm, I've never met him. <laughs> I didn't know if he went to college or if like any of that. But that's cool. Yeah. And then he was just like, I'm just gonna stay. I mean, I, just... I wonder if he would have moved back to Hawaii if you didn't. I don't think he would have. Really? Because, like, thinking of Oahu, you would think, okay, maybe, but, like, the Big Island, there's nothing to do. Yeah. So I feel like, especially after coming to California, you'd Mm -hmm. be like, I can't go back. But he wants to end up there. I think he'd do Oahu, though. Yeah. Because, honestly, like, I took my sister to the Big Island, and I was like, just so you know, it's not like Hawaii. Like, it's not, like, we're not going to do anything. (laughs) And she was like, okay. Yeah. we literally didn't do anything. Yeah. There's nothing to do. Mm Mm-mm. You can go downtown for, like, five minutes, and that's it. Unless you're, like, and there's, like, no nightlife there. None. Like, as soon as it gets dark, like, everyone's inside. Even Oahu, I told Austin we were there last time to meet his friends at a bar instead of at, like, their house Mm -hmm. so we can, like, drink or something, Mm -hmm. and he was, like, nothing's open. And I'm, like, it's, like, nine Mm o'clock, and he was, like, well. See, that, like, freaks me out, I couldn't do that. It's, like, apocalyptic. Like, I can't handle, yeah, no. I can't. We, yeah, the, the only thing that was open was, like, the little grocery store down the hill, and it was, like, only open till like, 10. I can't do that. Yeah, and there's, like, the street lights aren't even on. Like, yeah. everything is out, out. I do like that, though, because I, then you're sleeping in, like, pitch blackness. I hate that. That is, like, the best thing I want to be gotten. able to have, like, the, like, light in the, 
you know, and like, have everything. Like movement and life on mm-hmm. Earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does not feel like there's anyone else in the world when mm-hmm. you're on the Big Island. But yeah. I don't know. It's different when you grow up there, I guess. Yeah. I just couldn't imagine. Especially being like California and being so close to LA and mm-hmm. so much to do. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah. We'll see how you end up. I don't even know how our wellness talk got on to this. And we'll see we'll see how you end up. I don't know how your life's gonna go. I don't know how your life's gonna go. But you know, if we can wellness, so yeah. can you. <laughs> which I love and I love to end the episode with um, is our broadly advice that you can take along for your week. This episode is so positive. I know. Other than the earthquake. (laughs) The earthquake was like, you don't get to be that positive. Yeah. (laughs) You don't get to have that much good news. Um, But yeah, so this one I really like and we found, and it is everyone has the potential to live a fulfilling life. The difference lies in how we look at things. I love it. From Vishal Pandey. Even like a calming person wrote it. Um, oh, I love this because sometimes I I feel like I'm a very much a glass half empty person. Me too. Like very pessimistic and like I'm, to a fault. Yeah, and I just like f- will find the negatives in like a lot of things. And I always I have like Cole or my mom or someone remind me like, well, if you look at it this way, like maybe it's not so bad, you know. And, and then we're like, no, but it is fucking bad. <laughs> no, but it is bad because this and then that. Um, so uh, yeah, I know. And it, and it, and I'm like, it, it, this quote just reminded me that like, we need to look at things differently. Like even things like this earthquake, like it's scary, but it's loosening the faults. And then that helps in the long run to not have like oh, really big okay. earthquakes. I was gonna like I was like, how are you gonna spin this? Because yeah. you're so terrified. I am, but that's like what you know. You, it like loosens things up. Yeah, it's like letting out like a little fart. Mm-hmm. Like so slowly have, throughout so the day. So it doesn't shit its pants. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Do you guys understand now? Yeah. Science. Science. We should do a science <laughs> a science <thing>. segment. <laughs> the faults need to toot so they don't shart. <laughs> <laughs> that um, totally makes sense though it does but um, um anyways back to back to the Bradley bias. yeah you know. <laughs> um I yeah I really am the same way as Sage I'm so pessimistic and sometimes like I like I tell Austin too I'm like this fucking thing happened and it's so bad and blah blah, blah. And he's like well at least that this happened and I'm like no but everything's terrible mm-hmm. like it's good to have those people in your life who remind you to look at the good part of yeah. whatever happened because otherwise you would just focus on the bad and mm-hmm. It's just like a, a deep, deep hole when you get down there. Yeah, it, and it never stops. And then you just end up living your whole life in like such a sad and like negative gray cloud over you. And <laughs> I feel like it started out positive. And now we're like, and now we just live a depressing, sad, <laughs> a sad, sad, dark um, cloud over you. <laughs> but it's, I just like that it says everyone everyone has a chance to live a fulfilling life. Like, it's sorry. okay. We're good. And we're good. Um, <laughs> everyone has a chance to live a fulfilling life. Like, it doesn't have to be just because your life seems like it's harder than others. Like, sometimes it's just the way you look at things. And, um, you know, instead of being like, I hate my job, you just be like, well, I'm lucky that I have a job. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, there's people that don't have a job. Yeah. And 
people that don't have a job be like, well, you're lucky you're not at a job that you hate. So yeah. <laughs> you can just kind of look at things. Exactly. You can just kind of look at things differently. There's always um, a bright side somewhere. You just have to find it. Even if it's like the tiniest little, little silver lining. I know. There's... I'm like trying to think of something like. <laughs> oh, I wanted to talk about um, really quick. I wanted to talk because I was thinking of like grieving and stuff. And I want to talk about we both saw Frozen 2. Oh. And it was so great. And I absolutely loved it. If you haven't seen it, you have it's to. It's so good. And I was thinking about this song, um, The Next Right Thing. Yeah. It's such a good song for like grieving. <laughs> It's like bringing back the memories. I know. I'm like, oh, I'm like Samantha. No, um, <laughs> yeah. but so like, I feel like that's such a good grieving song to show like your kids and stuff. It's so like true. it talks about like um, how you don't have to like focus so hard on the future because sometimes like your mind can't take that. Like your heart can't take like looking that far into the future when like right now you're in a really dark place and you just have to focus on like the next breath, the next step, the next right thing you're gonna do in life and like. I just thought it was it was a really good song. It was a really good movie. Yeah, that the soundtrack was so good. It was all so good, but mm-hmm. that song was so like mature of Disney. Yeah, I feel like they're like really leading into like the mental health. Yeah, part when she was talking right about like how she was gonna like succumb to like the darkness yeah. and. You're like, whoa, Frozen. Like, yeah. this is getting dark. But then was, it's like good advice because I'm thinking like with my anxiety when I was going through it. Just I was, focusing on like yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like okay, I just this next hour, like mm-hmm. I'm fine for this next hour, and yeah. then the next hour, uh-huh. rather than being like my entire fucking life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Being like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> no, totally. But that movie was so cute, and honestly, I want to see it again in theaters. And Olaf is so so funny. I'm so glad that oh they had him in there for that comedic hilarious in that movie. Like they must have been like like in the first one he probably they were like oh wow okay yeah Olaf is a yes and then the second movie was like <laughs> we so need to great lean into it. Olaf <laughs> yeah it made me laugh it made me cry it was it so always makes good. me feel so happy to have sisters yeah I was gonna say too because I the first one I saw with my sister mm-hmm, um, me this, too. this one I didn't because I was like I'm gonna cry I know it like I don't want to see it with you because I'll cry yeah. harder I feel like it's so and like with your mom like yeah. it's just so sweet and I feel like it's so family oriented rather like oriented rather than being like romance romance yeah or like I need a man like she does not need Kristoff like she's like she's always like peace I'm gonna go with my sister you know and I think that's like so cool I want to say too because Kristoff you know his whole storyline for this movie was about his relationship with Anna Uh um which was so great that for once it was like the guy who's focused on love and the girls focused on other shit Uh uh-huh but I also love that he never like um, was jealous of Elsa for having all of Anna's attention yeah. or like anything. Like he was just like, you know, I'm not, I understand she loves her sister. Uh-huh. I love her sister too. Yeah. Like it wasn't, it was just so healthy. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't thank a girl Disney. swooning after. Yeah. Yeah. It was such a good movie. It was. It was a fantastic. So well done. 10 out of 10. I liked it way more than the first one. Because I didn't yeah, like... Me too. I wasn't obsessed with the first one. Like, I definitely liked it. But I wasn't, like, going out of my way to, like, go watch it again. Yeah. Like, I really liked it. But I was like, nah, I'm not going to like... It It didn't go down as one of my favorites. But the second one was so great. So much better. So sometimes Disney can really do it good with the sequels. Like, Toy Story. Amazing. Toy um, Story 2. I'm no, not Toy a big Story Toy Story person. Really? Yeah. I love Toy Story. I loved... But I like the second and the fourth one the most i haven't seen the fourth one yet and i want to it's so good i just don't do i have to know the other two stories to watch them because <laughs> um, yeah. i don't remember anything yeah okay. kind of like you have to know about bonnie that's the little girl that right andy gave the toys to do i have to know anything else <laughs> um i know her 
Is she in? It's her, right? Yeah. I have no clue. Yeah, no, it's really good. I'll watch it. Is it on Disney Plus? Um, probably not yet. It okay. might be. I don't know. I when don't feel like it comes they would out, I'll yet. watch it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, anything Disney does, I will watch it. Cause yeah, there are very Disney's few amazing. Disney um, movies or shows that I don't like. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of a single one because Disney is perfection. Pixar is perfection. Um, but yeah, Frozen was so good. You guys should really go see it. It's such a great family movie. Makes you feel good. It's perfect for Christmas season. Yeah, I loved it, and I don't know how that got from our broadly advice. <laughs> oh, because we were talking about like being positive and the how Frozen was a lot about like mental health and being positive and working on. Um, like it totally, yeah. Finding totally light in the connect. darkness. You know what? That did. wasn't like a ramble. It, it wasn't. It no, made it was sense. Good. We planned it and it was amazing. It definitely did. <laughs> All right, you guys. Another episode of Balanced Broads. Down the, down the hatch. <laughs> oh We're leaving God. that. We're leaving that. Yeah, you know. I, I was just think, watching. I, I was watching like, you like. What is she like, going to say? <laughs> down the hatch. Down the hatch. <laughs> I was trying to think of like. Oh, in the down in the books or in the books? Down. For the books. For Down the, book. the hatch. I was going to say. I feel like that's another like episode of Broads for the books. That would make sense, but that's not what you said at Okay, all. I said down the hatch. Like I'm down chugging the hatch. a thing of egg yolk. Oh, God. Okay. Anyways, um, that was a great episode. It but was. Oh, God. there's one last thing I wanted to get to. I did not forget. Even though Psychopath. last week I was out sick. Um, the it was week- all I thought about while on bed rest. <laughs> on my deathbed. Um, the week before last, the episode we talked about how Gordo is officially coming back on Lizzie McGuire, mm-hmm. and Sage was since then a fucking little bitch who. But ruined I watched my joy. I watched the Lizzie McGuire movie since then, and I was in the middle of watching it. And I went, "Oh, okay, that's Gordo. Yes, it makes sense. Yes, I'm excited. Yes, I get why it's such a big deal." No, I don't get why Erica had to chop my freaking head off for it, but now I get it. Okay, that was not an apology. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, a full apology. I'm sorry for not appreciating Gordo for who he is. And for ruining my excitement. You're ruining moving day. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a good one. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, thank you. So, but we're excited for Gordo. That's- yeah. That's we're how very excited. This should have gone back we're two very, weeks ago. Both very, very excited. But it's fine. But yeah, equally excited. Yes, thank you very so, much. She texted me that, and I was like, "Fuck you." Yeah, <laughs> I don't, so, don't want to share your excitement right now. Yeah, you're like, "Don't talk to me ever again." <laughs> um, but I would love to now finish the episode. <laughs> I was I'm like, thinking, "Oh no, here we go." I, I know. I'm sorry. My my She's computer's distracted. on two percent, and I'm freaking out because I'm like, "Okay, it's gonna die." There's a lot going so, on. So before we do that, I want to tell you guys to follow us on Instagram. Erica, go ahead. All right. <laughs> this is such a weird ending now, <laughs> but I'm here for it. So follow us on Instagram. Our um, Instagram is Balance Broads. Balance Broads Pod. Wait. Yes, our Instagram is at Balance Broads Pod. Okay, it sounded weird in my head. Mm-hmm. And um, Sage's Instagram is with Sage with two A's, and I am Eric. God, I can't. Sorry, we're just really freaking out about our our laptop dying. Erica, I'm like watching it. Erica's <laughs> at Erica.kl. Our Twitter is at Balance Broads. Yes. So thank you so much for tuning in. And also stay um, tuned for a little um, promotion about our one of our favorite podcasts. I said, God damn. Yeah. They so are favorite little podcast and um, they have a little promo for you guys. So make sure you stay keep tuned. On listening. Keep on listening. And, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
Hey, true crime listeners, check out our podcast, I Said Goddamn. We're a true crime comedy podcast hosted by two besties who like to share messed up cases that make you say goddamn. Every Sunday, we try to one-up each other's story by sharing a horrific case the other has never heard of. Along the way, we splash in some wildly inappropriate jokes and colorful language. Listen every Sunday from any of your favorite podcast directories. Also, follow us on Twitter at ISGDPodcast or visit our website, isgdpodcast.com.